Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Friday's show of Infinite Energies with Lisa. And for those of you that are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. I am a space whisperer, which is really a, a magical way of saying that I have uh, this gift of communicating with spaces, and spaces communicate with me in uh, you can call it energetic way. Uh, I just have an awareness of what I can really see when I walk into someone's space because spaces actually tell us a story. They tell us a story of an individual. So it's almost like being a bit of a detective. Uh, I take in the space. I, I, I take a almost a visual picture of the space and I can pretty within, you know, minutes or seconds tell you what's going on with the individual. Uh, I can do this with businesses and I can really uh, let people know if they're successful or not successful in what they are uh, creating in their life. And if they're confused or uh, disorganized or uh, have their hands in too many pots, um, so today, it's all about giving you out there who are curious about how to basically create a kick-ass home-based business. And uh, honestly, when I think of the number of people that I have assisted over the years and consulted with, whether... Um, they were wondering if they should create a business or they're in the in the uh in the midst of being in a home based business and they have been working at it and working at it and working at it and working at it and they are so set in their ways and they've been doing it a certain way and they they've created an income perhaps it's okay it covers the bills and they're comfortable uh and yet there's this sort of gnawing that goes on with them, wondering, well, I wonder if, I wonder if I could travel more. I wonder if I could go out and buy that car that I've always wanted. I wonder if I could go to that restaurant. I wonder if I could shop at that particular shop. I wonder if I could write a book or be a speaker or expand my business and have it as a global business as opposed to a local business. I wonder, so how many of you are sitting there wondering what it would be like to have something that somebody else that you know, perhaps in your circle of influence or friends, that has a business and you wonder, how did they do it? And yet you know that in many ways you're smarter, more educated, blah, 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 whatever the story is that you have, you're wondering, how did they do it and how can I? And then the other question I would have 
is how many of you are trying to do business in a way that works for somebody else and duplicate it and have it try and work for you. It's like going and trying on a, um, uh, a sweater that looked amazing on one person and then you put it on you and it looks completely different. And you go, well, why does that not look as good on me? We've all done this where you see somebody wearing an outfit and you go, oh, where did you get it? And then you go to the shop and you try it on and you go, oh, that does not do a thing for my body or it it just the color's wrong, the shape's wrong, the style's wrong. And then you make yourself wrong. And and then you do things like you try to shift and change everything about you in order to fit into something that works for somebody else. So the first thing that I'm going to tell everyone to, this morning is stop whatever you're doing and really look at what it is you know you are incredibly talented with. It could be baking cakes. It could be sewing clothes. It could be uh, working in a person's garden. It could be cleaning houses. It could be selling real estate. It could be uh, designing graphics. It could be writing articles, whatever that is. If you are trying to do something the way that somebody else is doing, stop and ask of all the things that that person that you perhaps admire or look up to, of all the things that they're doing, what is it that really inspires you? What is it that drew you in to them? And what I what I have done with individuals is I have them basically get a pen and paper out. So first first rule of thumb for me is let's get to know ourselves. And uh, you can either do this with a pen and paper or for myself, I have a really large whiteboard that I uh, write out notes and ideas and creative things because I'm very visual and for me to have these ideas visually in front of me gets that sort of my creative juices going and gets me inspired. So number one rule for anyone that has a home-based business is to actually inspire yourself and surround yourself with things that inspire you to create within your business. So we all know that little shiny object where somebody's saying, hey, 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 come over here, do this. And so you pop over and that social media is amazing for that. You pop over and you spend two or three hours later, you come up for air and go, oh, my God, I was in that other person's universe playing in their universe. It was so fun, but it's taken you off the ball of what is it that you know you're really, really good at. And how do you get that message out to the people that are looking for you? So there's always people looking for your services or your items or you as an individual business owner. Whatever the product is, whatever the service is, people are looking. We have billions of people in the world. And if we tapped into a small percentage of that, you know that from that space, there is someone that is going to align with where you're at and what you're teaching. And so 
one of the things that I've watched myself and observed myself over the years is I, I required myself and I check in with myself. Yeah, I love the shiny objects. Yeah, I get distracted. And yet I pull myself in and ground myself and say, so what is it that I know that I can really do well, that I love to do? And what is that going to look like? And so on that board or pen and paper, I write out the things that I absolutely love, things that get me out of bed in the middle of the night, things that have me wake up in the early hours of the morning to facilitate a class with another country, another language, and another part of the world, no matter the size of the class. What is that that I continuously have done? And then I ask myself, okay, so what is it that I would like to create that's going to leverage my time, leverage my product, leverage myself, that's going to get me out there in the most sort of easeful way. And so as you've written out your list, write out the things in your business that aren't inspiring, that aren't fun for you. So that is your number tool, two rule here, is find out what is not fun, what isn't inspiring. And I, it's so interesting. I, have, I was having a conversation with a woman uh, just recently, and she says, I'm really not great at um, billing and receiving money. And I said, so how is your business? And she goes, not great. And I said, well, if you're not willing to receive money and if you're not willing to, re- to bill out for your time, then of course your business isn't going to thrive. So you've got to get over money. Get over the the idea that money is dirty, money is difficult, money is hard, money is is whatever you've determined it is. And you might want to sit with that for a day or two and really look at what what does money mean to you and what does billing you, yourself or your services or your products out and and look at it as an experiment. So you might be billing at one level at one time and then you shift it and change it and bill out another level at another time. We are, funnily enough, we are sometimes more comfortable giving away what we know is so easy for us for free and instead of actually looking at it and saying, no, actually what I have to offer you is actually very valuable. And I know that I can solve whatever that issue or that problem that you seem to have in a very short period of time. And the reason I know this is I know for myself, if I'm hiring someone to do a specific job, I'm going to look for the best possible person to do that particular job. And I have an expectation that it'll be done in a timely manner and I'm more than happy to pay for that particular service. If it's not done, then it's like, fine, I'll move on to someone that will. So know that that is so much a part of where we are in this reality that people will move on if they don't get the service or the value to what you're charging. So over-deliver, don't under-deliver. That's number three. Over-deliver, don't under-deliver. So I'm talking specifically about your business today. And we haven't even got into the space that you're actually in. So 
Rule one is what inspires you. Rule two is what's not fun for you and what and, and write it out, what's not it's fun for you. And rule three is over deliver, do not under deliver. And so when I talk about over delivering, that means that so if for example, when somebody is either in a consultation with me or is wanting to attend any of the classes, even though within the parameters of that particular class, I might actually um, go in, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking about a specific area and then I'll go in a little bit of a different direction and give them more information than they perhaps have um, had an expectation for. And so they're like, wow, thank you so much. That was what I call an added value bonus. And people love to work with people that give that added value bonus. They really enjoy that. And so if you keep in mind that the people or the things that you don't enjoy doing and you actually hire those out with good quality people that are part of your team, then your business will continue to expand because the team members that are coming on board and working with you you want them to be as invested in the overall uh, view or overall target of your company. If they're coming in just to sort of dip their toe in and say, well, I'll work with you for a little bit and then dip their toe out, they're not actually energetically invested in the overall target or the overall uh, global picture of your business, if it's a global business or local business. And, And so... Bring in the people that are inspired to see everything through and and for them to have a value-added uh, uh, bonuses with what they create with you. And so I've been blessed with the people that I've had working with me over the years. And uh, luckily, I have attracted the people that are really desiring to see change not only in their lives, but they're also seeing the value of how spaces contribute to their businesses. And so those are the sort of top three things that I um, would talk about uh, with regard to home-based businesses. And now we're going to talk a little bit further about how do you set up a successful business and a successful space to support that business, what is required. And for all of those people out there whose businesses I have worked with and watched grow, expand, and succeed, uh, they it's been quite amazing watching. And, and I continue to watch them grow and expand and call me a cheerleader. Um, I really love to see people continuously uh, taking the tools that they've learned and the techniques and actually applying them. Because there's one thing to tell people and show people those techniques and tools. It's another thing to actually uh, implement. And if you're not willing to implement, then you're going to be in the same boat, maybe a slight variation in a year. So if you're truly invested in the change and growing and having a thriving life, a thriving business, then you might want to stay tuned for the next um, section of this radio show. 
So we are going to have a quick break, and you are with myself, Lisa Bennett, at Infinite Energies on Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca. Now back to the program. Okay, excitement today, this Friday, and for those of you that are tuning in for the very first time, my name is Lisa Bennett, and I'm a global space whisperer. That is someone that loves to work with spaces, so I've worked with architects, interior designers, uh, builders, contractors, homeowners, business owners, CEOs, and uh people that have a home-based business, or basically anybody that has a space. So uh, my topic today is all about home-based business. And the reason, I guess, I, I'm, I'm discussing that today is uh, the number of people that I've worked with over the years who have created home-based businesses and were struggling, were having challenges, were having difficulty, and and not only in their business, but in their personal lives, perhaps even with regard to their health. And so for myself, I, I call me a little bit of a cheerleader. I love to see, see people succeed and actually create businesses that are thriving. So you're not just getting by. You're not just struggling from month to month, but you're actually creating a thriving business. And uh, so... Right now, wherever you are, you if you have a pen and paper, then uh, we did talk about the three top rules about uh, home-based businesses. Uh, number one was the um, uh, 
basically knowing what inspires you and creating a space that inspires you. And number two, what's not fun for you and what is not inspiring for you in your business, then find people that are aligned with the bigger picture. And number three is over-deliver, do not under-deliver. And what I, what I would suggest for each and every one of you is I would like you to get your camera, your iPhone, and photograph your space from different angles. If you have a desk, photograph from the chair that you sit in at your desk, everything that is in front of you. And then if you have a big computer screen, uh, better yet, if you have uh, Apple Play, you can put it up on your big screen television. I know a lot of you have those at home. And look at your space as though you were walking into a business for the very first time. And what in there speaks to what you are representing, your brand, who you are, what people will think of you, first impressions. Yes, first impressions are massive. And so that's one of the top, top tips that I give for every single person. And you'll watch realtors do this. When they stage a home, they'll photograph it and then they'll say, okay, I need you to do this, this, and this in order to create people visually being drawn to what it is that you actually do. Okay, we have someone in the chat room. Hi. Okay, we have a business owner who, um, cool. Okay, so this is someone that is in um, the business of working. I, I um, don't know your name. I just see a number here. But you have a hard time uh, talking to people that are not part of uh, access. Um, and people outside because of the lingo. Cool. Okay, so you're not alone Who um, from the chat room. Everybody has lingo in every industry, and this particular industry that you're in is, um, hi, Rishma, is the, the industry of working with people that um, are either in a spirituality or in... Um, working with uh, body workers, and I'm not sure if, if you do both or, or however, it, um, however it translates. But the one thing that I have to uh, put out there is that our, our businesses are one of education first, and you want to speak in a language that people are willing to hear. And so that was, that was something that I recognized. So over the years, I've studied interiors. Uh, I've uh, became a feng shui master. I did a lot of energy work, lots of different modalities. And at the end of the day, I acknowledge that the, that the clientele that are drawn to me are highly educated and the target that they're willing to uh, create towards is actually one of success in all areas of their life. So you want to look at what it is that your clients are coming to you for. And this is across the board. So getting out of a perceived lingo that has people thinking that they're dumb or that if they're not part of the club, they can't come to you uh and and actually speaking in a way that i call it layman's terms 
um, simplify, simplify, simplify it so that people don't feel like they're an outsider. And so when I say you're in the club, uh, sometimes people uh, communicate within a small group a specific lingo. And when you surround yourself with that group only and are not actually uh, exploring other groups, this universe, this world is massive. And so who in your community beyond the people that you may be comfortable with are looking for you? And so be willing, be willing to sit down and meet with people uh, over a cup of coffee, a uh, glass of wine or dinner and say, look, can I pick your brain? If you were coming or going to someone for a particular service, so if your business is working with bodies or with um, uh, massage or any of that, then asking people when you hear that, that they go to a acupuncturist, people know an acupuncturist is someone that sticks needles in your body. It taps upon your meridians. People are educated about that. Uh, and And then... If you wanted to label yourself as a body worker, then people go, oh, she's a body worker. Cool. Tell me a little bit about the work that you do. Uh, what will I, what will it create for me? What, what changes will it create? And then as you start to work with people outside your inner circle and start to expand your business, create brochures that are going to actually be accessible and that's the key. You want to be as accessible as possible to a global audience. And that is so key. And the more that you get insight from people, uh, then you're, you're going to find that you're going to educate yourself more and more. What are people looking for now? And yeah, you're, you're, you're looking towards corporate people. So every, everything that you have believed is a, is it like a block in your head you had mentioned going towards the corporate clientele? Well, speak a language that says, well, look, would you like to increase the productivity of your staff and your business? Uh, have you found that a lot of people are calling sick? Would you like to have in-house um, once a week, once a month, a body worker to come in and, and um, all I require is this particular space and I can do a 15-minute um, body session over lunch with, you know, five clients or 10 clients. And, and those people that have that 15 minutes with you might actually book to come to your, your home, your space. It's, it's amazing when you get out of how people perceive a home-based business does not have to be in a home. <laughs> you can physically be anywhere. So I can call myself an entrepreneur and, and have a home-based business, but I travel the world with my business. Now, my, my office in my home reflects exactly what I do and it's supportive. So when I walk in, it's like a friend. It has inspirational quotes. It has the upcoming projects that I'm working on. So I surround myself with items that are contributing, not distracting me from my overall plan of what I know 
to be true for my business, what I know to be true for the clientele that are asking for the services that my business provides. And you had mentioned that you were looking at uh, sort of diversifying. So awesome. That's the gift of having your own business. Diversification is great. Over-diversification can, can really dilute your business. And the number one killer of home-based businesses is over-saturation or over-dilution, or di if I'm pronouncing it correctly. So you have yourself spread too thin and you, are, you have your fingers in too many toes. And it was interesting, I would say about a year and a half ago, I really realized that I had put myself into too many different boxes and I needed to pull back and ask what was my business actually about and what were people seeing the most changes with with the services that I provided. And for me, it was one-to-one coaching uh, classes, whether it was online or in person, and the the uh, writing that I that I put out there so that people see me in different platforms. So find out what platforms are where people are searching for you, whether that's social media platforms and experiment. It's an experiment. Play with it. Have fun with it, and surround yourself with people that are experts in those fields so that you educate yourself in what areas would I like to be uh, known for so that people can find me easily. If people can't find you, it's great to say you have a home-based business, but if you have no one looking for you or finding you or even aware of you, then the, the gift is you've got to invest in getting yourself out there, being in front of people, giving away some freebies, talking to different people, networking with complete strangers to the point that you you never know how it's going to show up. On that note, uh, when we return, uh, we're going to have a quick break. I will talk about specifics in your home-based business office space that are going to contribute to a successful outcome going forward. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies on Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Ever wish there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? 
What if there is? And what if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. Learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events. Visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa today to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. It is Friday, and... Welcome to the Infinite Energies Radio Show with myself, Lisa Bennis, the Space Whisperer. And I love to talk and play with spaces and have your space contribute to your life. And today we're talking about home-based businesses. And the gift of your home-based business, uh, for those that have them or are desiring to create one, is that we're basically, the moment you wake up, we're basically in business with ourselves. So consider yourself the number one employer of yourself. And we are always in this process of learning new things on a daily basis and challenging ourselves on a, new, on a daily basis with new things. The one thing that I have seen and, and your office space could be a desk, a chair, it could be a mat on a floor. The one thing that I'm going to suggest is wherever you choose to create the space that's going to honor your business, and, and the word honor your business is key here, is it's got to be a space that inspires you to go into, to not dread because at the moment you have an energy of I'm dreading going in there, I'm avoiding it because everything in there is talking to me. So if you're in that space of I'm dreading going into my office and you avoid it, there's something that needs to be shifted in a big way. So the first thing I suggested doing is photographing it and looking at everything on a big screen. Now, the second thing I'm going to suggest is if you are avoiding going into a particular area office, is you put aside a couple of days, it's so worth it because you're investing in this, is physically take everything out of the space. If you have a desk, like some solid pieces of furniture, that's what you're going to play with. The desk is 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 really the the one place that is holding space for your business. So let me repeat that. Your desk is holding space for your business. Your desk is solid. Your desk is like a, if you can imagine, it's like two hands holding a tray of beautiful hors d'oeuvres. 
And if you have this beautiful tray of hors d'oeuvres and you've taken three or four hours to create these beautiful hors d'oeuvres, are you going to put it on a flimsy tray or are you going to put it on a beautiful solid tray? And is the tray going to be just this sort of ugly, chipped, cracked uh, item or are you going to go out and find something stunning, gold, silver, intricate that you can present to all of the people that are coming into your cocktail party? So that tray is sort of the representation of what does the top of your desk look like? Does it look like you could serve uh, a guest or a client that walks in right away and wants to sit down and have a glass of champagne or or a lovely hors d'oeuvre with you? Or does it look like the back end of an old rundown uh, kitchen or storage room? And if it is of any of those, then clear it off, clear everything off. And if the desk needs painting, if it needs replacing, this is the holding space for your business. And from there, I know for myself, I have a beautiful wooden desk and then I have a glass top that I put on top to protect the the um, surface of the, the wood. And then under, between the glass and the wood, I've slipped in some really beautiful items, photographs, some drawings. So from classes that I've taught in the past, I've had people, some people have brought their kids in that drew pictures of spaces. And I love those. So I put those in between my desk and the glass. And I see those every day. There, There is this beautiful... Um, sort of reminder of what it is that I do. Why is it that I do what I do? What inspires me when I sit at my desk? And so I have a lovely plant, so I'm bringing some beautiful um, healthy energy that 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 actually is like a uh, filtration system. So plants are a filtration system in an office. So bringing in a really lovely plant that you love into your space or plant so you can bring in more and then fresh cut flowers i love to bring in fresh cut flowers so i start with a beautiful desk i have a great chair that is very supportive for my back it is ergonomic so it goes up and down the arms can be moved it supports my back and with that when i'm supporting my back i'm supporting my business so a chair is not only supporting my body and my back it also is supporting my business. So now you have a desk that holds space for business, a chair that supports your business with your body, and some people even have stand-up desks. And then you have fresh-cut flowers, you have beautiful green plants. So write these key things down. This is what is going to create a successful office for your business. Now, what do you have on the walls? Are the walls requiring painting? Are they chipped? Are they marked up? Spend the time painting the walls in colors that inspire you. You can put wallpaper on. You can uh, paint different levels or different shades. Play with the colors that inspire you. And then only put in artwork 
or photographs that are actually inspiring and have you have your what I would call my why. Why do I get up every day? Who is it that I get up for? Is it for my family? Is it for uh, friends? Is it for uh, my, the health of my body, the health of my my life? What is it that really inspires you to get out there and create a thriving business? Would the money contribute to you taking your family on a vacation? Would it contribute to helping uh, your elders and your family? Would it contribute to parties? Would it contribute to... Look at all the ways that it contributes to you. Because money is a tool. Money is a tool that we can reinvest, that we can uh, uh, actually contribute to fundraisers, to um, being philanthropic, what is it that you want to have with regard to the space in your office? What is your why? So you've got artwork, you've got photographs, you might have inspirational uh, sayings that are inspiring you. And then for me, I have a big whiteboard and I change it up. I use that as one of my tools to actually shift and change things on a weekly basis. What are my targets for the week? What are the projects that I'm working on? Who are the people that I'm going to connect with? So even though you might be, as I said, you have an office that's that's your holding space for your business and your chair or that is actually supporting your business and all your creations, Know that within the four walls of your business, that supports you wherever you go in the world because you're energetically taking it with you. So if you have a junk room with a tiny little desk and everything else is sort of piled up, um, pushed in there, then that energy, you're going to carry that as a piece of luggage with you. And it's not fun. Trust me. I've watched people try and do it and almost to the point that they're escaping from their office. You cannot escape the energy that is within your office. So clear it out, change it up, create the space that will support what business or businesses you are currently or choosing to move towards. And then have books. If you have a bookshelf, have books that support that vision of your business. Not books that are going to uh, remind you of where you came from and pull you into an old energy. Uh, let those go. You've gone and done the work. You've gone, if you've, if you've gone through a divorce, if you've gone through a bankruptcy, if you've gone through uh, health challenges, those books that you read at the time served you, but let them go going forward. And then if there is a book that you use as a resource in order to sell a product that supports those moments of what you perhaps considered as challenges in your life, awesome. Then put it in an area that is like a resource area, but not something that's front and center that you're looking at on a daily basis that reminds you uh, of that time that was challenging or difficult in your life. And so for me, I surround myself with books that are inspirational, with people that are inspirational, that that actually have me 
sort of jump out of bed and go, oh, I really love how that person writes or the way that they present a particular way of, of doing something. And so experts in their field is really what I, I would call them. And so everything from experts and, and again, if you're looking and, and this is for our previous, um, uh, caller, who was looking at working with the corporate clientele, then surround yourself with books and authors who are speaking in a corporate language and corporate lingo. And that way you can start to pick up the lingo that actually inspires them, that speaks to them. And look at, uh, I guess I would be looking at ways to to either write within their company uh, newsletter, be a contributing author, um, perhaps be a speaker to go into the company and talk about whatever it is that you um, are doing so that you're expanding your clientele, you can invite them to be a part of your newsletter. And so everything is connected. So I look at your space of your office, and only bring in items that are inspiring. Get your files in order. Let go of things that no longer serve you or represent an old part of your life, and you can let those items go. Only have things within your office that are really going to contribute to what it is you're creating going forward in your life. And when I say that everything is connected, when you travel, when you drive out um, of your home, whether it's down the street to another city, another country, know that the energy of what you just left in your office is going to go with you. So, yeah, I'm big on organizing and I'm big on getting rid of things before I travel. So uh, I've had people say, wow, you stayed up late. And I said, yeah, because I have this thing. And uh, for any of you out there that uh, know me, I literally, through my whole home, I touch every room in my home and my office as well before I leave. And when I say touch, I physically walk into each space and check in with it. And I might adjust some furniture. I might uh, spend some time tidying up, cleaning, eliminating, so that when I return from wherever I was, I walk into the space as though it's giving me this massive energetic hug. It's like, hello, welcome, I've missed you. Uh, where would you like to go now? So the, the, the actual action of me organizing and clearing off whatever projects I was working on prior to leaving on my desk, I know that when I come into my office, I start on the next level. I, I move forward. I don't go backwards. I don't recreate the old shit. Uh, you can if you want, if that's something that you really thrive on doing. However, I know for myself, I'm moving forward. I'm physically moving like a walk. I walk in, I sit down, I get going, and I'm creating, and I'm moving forward, and I'm always moving forward. So, the, the really big gift for home-based businesses, and I've watched people over the years, that they go travel and then they come home and they literally, it's almost like a depression. Within a few days, they go into this depression 
because guess what? You're sitting in an energy that was a past or old stale energy. You're not sitting in a really fresh new energy. And so, yeah, you get pulled down. I've watched people going into a corporate office and they go, they've gone, they've had an amazing two weeks vacation. They come in and within 48 hours of being back, literally back in their office, they sit down and they go, oh, God, it's back to the old grind. It's it's the same shit that keeps showing up and, oh, that girl's bothering me again or that guy's being an idiot and, oh, why did I come here? And we get pulled into the same story, the same stuff, and you almost go into, why did I, I didn't even need to go on that vacation. I spent all that money and I don't even feel like I had a vacation. My body's exhausted. I'm tired. I'm coming down with a cold. I've got a headache. I'm this, I'm that. We've all heard those stories. And then you have that other person who says, wow, awesome vacay. Really had a great time. I'm ready to jump into the latest and greatest and new newest uh, project. Who wants to get going? And you look at them and go, what is it about that person? What have they done? I can pretty much guarantee that that person ensured that everything that they were working on got cleared up, organized, put away. They found a file. They put it and they walk in and they don't have piles all over their desk. It's, it's really not only a mindset, but it's also a visual. It's a visual story. So what does your desk say about you today? Take a photograph of it. Don't just sit there and, and criticize and judge. Photograph it and then go, okay, so what here on my desk is something that's been sitting there for a month or two months? And I keep saying, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. Well, the beautiful thing about our, our vision is that we put blinders on. We have filtered lenses on our eyes. And so I, I've seen this where people have these bulletin boards and they have sticky notes all over them. And those sticky notes have been there for months and months and months and months and months to the point that they don't see them anymore. They just look like a form of artwork or decoration. And so how many of you have created these pieces of artwork in your space that have no meaning? There's no value to them. It's like you wrote down on a piece of paper, you stuck it up on a piece of paper, and the universe goes, oh, yeah, she's not going to do anything with it. She's just sticking it up on a piece of paper to remind herself to do something. Maybe she'll do it in a month. Maybe she'll do it in six weeks. Maybe she'll never do it. Maybe it's just going to look at it and then go, yeah, I lost my my uh, sort of energetic juice to, to do that project, so I'm just going to wrinkle it up and throw it out. And so you've gone through this whole process of being excited about it, and then you just go, yeah, not really feeling it anymore. And then you wrinkle it up and throw it out. So how much does your office reflect the patterns of what you have done that has taken you to where you are today, and you continue to recreate that pattern over and over and over and over again? Wow. So... Remember, your desk is the number one piece of furniture within an office. So where you place that is going to be a reflection of your business. So where are you facing? What walls are you looking at? What inspirational quotes do you have in front of me? What beautiful artwork do you have around you? What are you willing to shift and change? 
and then only bring in books that inspire, plants that are going to detoxify the air, and fresh-cut flowers. And yes, men, if you're not into the fresh-cut flowers, then for sure bring in some really healthy plants. And any of the plants that are dying off, <laughs> let them go because they've done their job. They've detoxified the air. And you, when you're working, are wanting to breathe in fresh air, clean air. You're bringing in that clean energy, that clean air into your space. And that, for you, is going to also be reflected for any of those clients that walk into your office. And please know, for any of you that say, well, I never have anybody come to my office, don't make that as the excuse to never organize or clean. Don't make it the excuse to say that I'm just a very creative person and this is my style, this is the way I go. Because the one time that somebody does just pop in and you keep your door closed and you say, I don't want anybody to come and see my office. Well, you're also closing the door of possibilities for people to actually energetically walk into your space and to connect with you from wherever they are in the world to want to do a business with you. So get your shit together, organize your space, and you will see so much more possibilities of different people that are going to call you up and say, you know what, I heard about you. I'd like to do some work with you. Uh, I'd like to hire you. Would you come and talk to my staff? Would you come and do this? And and so open your eyes because people are always searching for you. They're searching, so make yourself accessible. If you are hiding in your office, in your home-based business, your business is not going to thrive. It is not going to grow. So be willing to put yourself out there. Be willing to be uncomfortable. Start writing. Start speaking. Start getting out there and networking. Networking is underrated. <laughs> it is, for me, one of the greatest gifts. And the number of people that have found me through various forms of connection has been phenomenal. So I invite each and every one of you to stay connected. Let me know how this show was for you. And please feel free to subscribe. Uh, you are with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And I look forward to meeting you and your spaces somewhere out there in the universe. Take care. And I look forward to meeting every one of you. Take care. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies radio show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon.